I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a million every week. I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a billy every week. I wanna be a billionaire. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. Now today, ladies and gentlemen, you're here for a treat. I got a singer and a songwriter, ladies and gentlemen, Athena Garcia. How Hello. you doing, love? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing very well, man. Good to have you on the show Happy today. Here. Yeah, thank you for coming <laughs> through. Thank you for coming through. Now, the concept of this show is to get insider information for those looking to be in your position. So you as a singer-songwriter, you know, I kind of want to get into the entrepreneurial mindset of you mm-hmm. actually wanting to achieve this dream and going after it and your plans to maintain, you know. But right. let's start from the beginning. Where's your, where are you from? I, I was actually... Seattle, I guess, is the closest. Okay. But I grew up in so many different areas. That's cool. I'm actually going to Seattle Wednesday. Oh, damn. Yeah, for, for just what? for two days. My girl has a conference uh, for the Kaiser Permanente. She works at the hospital. So oh, okay. Just there for two days. I'm okay, kind of just dope. tagging along. Dope, dope. Yeah, so you like Seattle? Uh, yeah, I like it, but the weather is definitely better in LA. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. And the creativity is here. Definitely. But there's good food, so many cool areas. You'll enjoy. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. So were you singing and songwriting out there or you were just kind of, you know, going to school and uh-huh. growing up? Like, what was your... What? It actually started with writing. Okay. Like, I hated school. I hated everything. <laughs> like every I, other yeah, kid. Yeah, <laughs> everything. And then I took a creative writing class and my teacher was so dope and he made us write poetry. Mm. And I was like, wow, I really like this. And then I started getting into, like, YouTube and, like, watching poets like Shihan on like Def Jam poetry and that's when mm-hmm. I kind of like started to like oh what is this world mm-hmm. and so yeah what was your question again no just in regards <laughs> no, no, no. it was in regards to when you were growing up were you always like doing songwriting and singing or how did it lead up to this dream that you have now gotcha okay yeah, so it actually didn't start till later. Mm. Like, growing up, I wanted to be a dentist. Like, I wanted, like, a white picket fence okay. with 2.5 kids. Okay. So I went to school for pre-dental. Mm. And then and you I, graduated? And I graduated. Sweet, okay. But with an art major. Because ah. halfway through it, I was like, I really, like, don't want to do this. Mm. And so my dad was like, just pick one thing. Yeah. So I had an art degree. Mm. But I was, like, creative writing. And okay. doing poetry, and I was like, I want to turn these poems into songs. Okay. So my friend was like, you should just start um, sampling beats on mm-hmm. YouTube, and mm-hmm. so then that's when the rap thing happened. So like, I'd be like, hey friends, come and support me. So yeah. like, my mom and dad would come, okay. and it's literally like all black male rappers wow. on stage, and then there's me, <laughs> and then my dad was like in the crowd. He was like. And my mom would like nudge him and she was like, fix your face. Oh, man. And he was like, why? She was like, you don't look happy <laughs> to be here right now. So long story short, it was like exploring different avenues in music. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, let me come to L.A. and work with all different kinds of songwriters and yeah. producers. That's cool, man. So I want to get to the end of that night. So when your dad was like, mm, what's going on here? Like when you performed, like how did you do that night? It was fun. Actually, like, I'm such a people person. So wherever 
like my friends, like we always have a vibe. So that night the produ- the promoters were like, it's Halloween, like bring your Halloween costume. So I was like, hey friends, mm-hmm. dress up. So like the whole squad dressed up. I got my parents to dress up. Yeah. And it was it was a vibe. It was cool. Um, but I look at the music I was doing back then and I was like, uh not so happy about that. Mm-hmm. But like everything else around it was dope. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So how do your parents feel now about the whole, you know, pursuing the art major versus the uh, medical degree? It was a process. Mm. So at first they were like, oh, you know, give yourself a timeline to how long you want to do this. Are you dating? Do you want kids? And like, come back home whenever you want. And... But they were always, like, loving, but not necessary. They were more, like, afraid mm. of, you know, their child not being okay. Yeah, like so, misguided and... Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's just, for them, it just seemed like an unstable path. Mm. And, of course, like, as a parent, they want me to be safe. So the safe way for them would be to have, like, a career with, like, a set amount of money. So you can live a stable life. But, you know, with this industry, it's, like, up and downs. Right. Um, but now um, I got into, like, entrepreneur and, you know, that whole lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So now they're super supportive. They're, like, on board. What are you doing specifically as an entrepreneur? There's so many different things. <laughs> like what? So I did the Airbnb okay. things for, like, four years. And I just got my own places and would, like, rent out different rooms, Mm. which that started, like, trap lifestyle. And then other people started to hear about it. So Mm -hmm. then they started getting me to manage their places, too. Okay. So I started doing that. Nice. Um, Graphic design. I since I always like made my own promo material. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first moved to LA, I was like serving at a restaurant. Okay. And I was like, you know, I can make hundred fifty dollars a day doing a logo. So that's kind of how it started. I just like started flying, flying around, mm-hmm. and like putting ads on Craigslist. Like I would do logos for like fifty dollars. It was so cheap in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and then that kind of just grew. So with the Airbnb and the graphic design. And then, like, oh, and then I did, like, promo modeling, too, mm-hmm. for, like, different brands. All of that kind of just worked together to fund my dream. So slowly by slowly, like, I was able to drop, like, Airbnb stuff, drop the graphic design, and then just, like, now focus on the meat of the project and, like, mm-hmm. cultivating a team where we all kind of work together. And I can still pick up, like, graphic design or Airbnb as long as they all funnel in on this specific way because right. before I was just too much of like going all over the place yeah you're spreading yourself too thin exactly mm. that I feel like the more I focus in this direction then the more it pushes that way gotcha yeah. well it sounds like you're doing a great job parents must be proud you know you took the entrepreneurial steps to build a solid foundation to fund your dream you know right. and that's I think that's how it works for everybody out here, you know, that comes out here chasing that dream. Because it's right. like, they don't figure out that it's like this until they get here. Right. And it's like, shit, I got to figure it out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, oh. that rent coming every 30 days. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. I'm free. Oh, but rent's due. Right, right, right. I'm not so free. Now I just got to do more. <laughs> right, right, you know? right. Well, that's cool. That's cool, man. So you got the new single, Zaddy, out. Yeah. Tell me what inspired that single. Um, Zaddy was inspired by men. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. There you go. Shout out to 
keep it simple. It was inspired by men. That's so it. No, so it was inspired by just like different guys that I dated. It was like one specific guy because mm. I wrote it like 10 years ago. Got it. And then I just started, I kept dating, you know, and I just all funneled them into this. One just perfect added, guy. Allegedly. Just added, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a fuckboy. Oh, but shoot. like it's a twist on it though. Tell me what. Tell me about it. Um. Well. Okay. So it's like a metaphor. I I pictured it as like the one eight hundred number. Okay. Like you know the ads back in the day mm-hmm. on like the infomercial. That's yeah. what it is. I'd be like one eight hundred. Give me a dial. Bring home to your parents type. Ready to use, not being abused type. So it's like this hurt guy that goes on hurting everyone else. Mm. So that's like how I pictured this guy so i'm like he's broken like give me a refund mm. is what the topic is yeah yeah now that I makes did. sense i actually heard that quote yesterday that she's it's like uh they say the hurt hurt yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. it's just crazy right mm. yeah and i didn't get that before like i thought they were just like mean people but mm. they're not they're just broken inside broken so of course like how are they going to treat you well when they're broken inside they're not even treating themselves well yeah so Wow. Yeah, so that's kind of like, and then daddy, I just like the word. Mm-hmm. So then that just became like the hook of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that's cool as hell, man, because it's the title gives it that attention grabber. Because you exactly. know, girls utilize uh, daddy, daddy, with, you know, what I'm saying with sex <laughs> and all like that shit. Daddy, right? Yeah, exactly. Right, right. But you put a nice little twist to it, and uh, damn, gave it a deeper meaning. So that's right. That's very poetic. It <laughs> is. Yeah. Yeah. So like I want to keep it, I want to keep it deep, but also like entertaining at the same time. So mm. yeah. Well, that's cool. Also, man. cause like you know, fuck boys are daddies. Like I'm like, it's right. like, oh, he's daddy, but like really, he's just <laughs> he's not good. no he's good. Not good for you. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Just right. good for one thing. Exactly. <laughs> or a few things. Right. So. Hey, depending if he knows what he's doing. Right. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. So what are your plans to um? actually you know push the single strategically and really market it and make sure it's a success for you i have no plan i'm just kidding mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm just I'm like, yeah, it in the universe <laughs> good luck <laughs> yeah it don't work like that because there's like 10 million other I people know. doing that right. so you really got to be strategic right. and think outside the box and right really uh you know right make some so, money off of that exactly so we okay so back then we i was in a band and mm. we didn't think about the marketing really we just like finished the whole album and put it out there and i was like wow like this is a dope project with no ears no exposure so this time around i was like okay i'm really gonna focus on growing like a cool base and platform for myself so mm. before while i was a hustling and doing the airbnb and graphic design and all of that i was also bundling it into social media and just growing my following. So for like a year and a half, I was just engaging on social media, which is like the posts, the stories, and just like lifestyle related things with music and art and and inspiring people to be their best selves. Mm. And so once the project came out, it's like there's already a solid base, like not a lot, but like people that are already engaged Mm. in my life and what I'm doing. Right that naturally they would just support and also supporting other artists Mm. in the game or entrepreneurs in the game also help to you know it's like a ecosystem where we all support and help one another Mm -hmm. so that was kind of my strategy um the social media world and the artist world and then also 
um, just, I'm like super grassroots. Like I have Rob here and like other people. Shout that out to Be Creative. Shout out to Be Creative. Make sure you check out that interview we did. <laughs> um, but yeah, so grassroots. So it's like shows every two weeks. Mm -hmm. Social media. Does that get exhausting? You feel like, you know, for me, sometimes I can't lie. I get exhausted promoting on social media because it's like, it doesn't stop. Like, you know, if you want to win, you yeah. got to just keep going, keep going. Unless you got like a Drake following or something like that. But if you're just coming out, you got to attack, attack, attack. You know, sometimes you can, you can pay people to do it. But yeah. if your bread ain't right like that, then it's just you, yeah. you, you, you. Do you get exhausted sometimes doing that? Um, Right now, it's kind of fun. Okay. Because I mix it with... I don't want to just promote like me and my product, which is Zaddy, I guess, uh -huh. or things I'm doing. So I try to mix it with like things I like and things that I feel like people would like and just fun things that I think are dope and funny. Mm. So it makes it um, cool. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, do I really want to keep shoving Zaddy down people's like, yeah. throats on social media all the time? But it's like one of those things where it's like, well, someone might not be tuned into my story yesterday and they see it today so it's fresh to them mm -hmm. but for me it's like i've been promoting it for three weeks now or like repeating the song and practicing it in my room all the time for mm -hmm. a show it's like that's the work part where i'm like oh. yeah yeah yeah. so it's like a catch-22 yeah. you know but yeah. you still gotta do it no matter what right so for, for familiar familiarity Okay, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So what's your um what's the what's your um you know, where are you performing next? Like you got a tour lined up, like how how are you doing that? Um yeah, so I'm thinking about continuing the strip club tour. Okay. At gay clubs. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come find us at your local uh, strip. <laughs> mm -hmm. okay. So yes, um mm -hmm. that the gay clubs. Okay. Um the top forties clubs around and probably like maybe frat parties. Okay. All around the surrounding LA, um, Vegas mm -hmm. coming soon or Coachella Valley area. But I'm trying to stay just local here. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a good market. You know, like the gay community because they they support. Yeah. Guys. Like they're really really loyal right. to each other. So I think you know captivating that whole community and then being consistent with the right. performing in those same locations. Right. You can really, really grow a, a fan base quickly and a loyal following through that community yeah. and then build a buzz because I think yeah. the fact that you're promoting that as you, because you're one of, you know, you're, you are, you gay? No. No? Okay. No, but, but I'm my spirit animal is a gay boy. Got it. Okay. But <laughs> still, you're promoting, <laughs> you're promoting like you're one of them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, I think they'll, they'll just help you elevate because yeah. they support you so much. Right. They support each other. And they're so, so loving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a good plan. That's yeah. a definitely good marketing strategy. Okay, yeah. okay. So, so when does the album drop? Spring. Spring. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just gonna do like singles for now. Okay, I think that's the smartest thing to do. Just drop singles one by one. Because yeah. if you drop an album, then you just release twelve songs. Right. And you couldn't release right. twelve songs right. like every three, four right. months. And no one really knows me right now yet. Uh. <laughs> so it's but I feel like I just need to give little like crumbs. Like slowly. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. To get to know me, then like a whole, you know, it's just harder. Like, hey, here's all of me. Right. All at once. Like, it's a lot. Gotcha. You got any uh, music videos coming out? I do. For okay. Daddy. Okay. We're going to do it like next week. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. What's, the, what's the concept for that? 
we're gonna brainstorm. We have a few different ideas, but it's just a matter of putting it together, you know, budgets and gotcha. how many people, location. Well, you got the, the be creative master right there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, that's cool, man. Well, I wish you much success, Thank man, you. and I hope the single does well for you, and uh, you. just keep grinding, man, yeah. and keep hustling on the side to really right. keep that foundation, because you're right. gonna need that, especially right. out here. Like it's it's, it's it's real out here. This right. economy is real out here. You wanna play? Yeah. <laughs> you wanna mm-hmm. make content? So yeah. Definitely, sure. man. Well, well, let the people know where they can follow you and uh, download that Zaddy single. Um, you guys can follow me on social media. It's at Athena G Music, and you can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, everywhere. Athena G. And it's called the Zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I want to thank you for coming through today. Thank this you is for great. having me. Really appreciate it. Likewise. Stay tuned for more episodes to come. This has been another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny hey, Vegas. Johnny Athena Vegas. G. Make sure you download that Zaddy. Yes. Shout out to Be Creative hey. in the back. Hold it down. Yes. And we out. We outro. <laughs> <laughs> you said we outro. Good stuff. <laughs>